Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, 13 February 2022. Our bit today is taken from Exodus 20, verse 3, which says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Oh, friends, it's another cold, cold Sunday. Oh, what do we expect here? It's the middle of winter, so it ought to be cold. The problem, though, is that over the last few years, we've been spoiled with comparatively mild winters, and that's what we now expect to be the norm. But Mother Nature has other ideas, and now that she's turned up the heat, uh, or rather turned down the cold, we can't handle it, and are complaining like the soft, entitled, whiny specimens we've become. But please remember, friends, that we are true believers in Jesus, the Savior of the world, and a little cold weather shouldn't stop us from congregating on the Lord's Day wherever possible, or joining in worship by technological means where it's not. So, without further ado, let's get to today's opening song. It's something we all know, a soulful, gospel-infused song composed by Ron Miller and first recorded by Stevie Wonder way back in 1970. And it's appropriately titled, Heaven Help Us All. And do we ever need heaven's help just as badly right now as we needed it then? because our world is in a terrible mess, with serious conflagration ever so possible, as everyone's geared up for a worldwide conflict during this time of serious pandemic. So let's offer up our sacrifice of praise, singing the Ray Charles and Gladys Knight version. And that's a mid-tempo, soulful, sincere plea for help, with plenty sweet background vocals. So let's sing them, people. Heaven help the boy who never had a home. Heaven help the girl who walks the street alone. And heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall. Lord, won't you help us all? Heaven help the black man if he struggles one more day. Heaven help the white man if he turns his back away. Heaven help the man who kicks the man who has to crawl. Heaven help us all. And the chorus says, Heaven help us all. Heaven help us all. Help us all, heaven. Help us, Lord. Hear our call when we call. Oh yeah, heaven help the boy who won't reach 21. And heaven help the man who gave that child a gun. And heaven help the people with their backs against the wall. Won't you help us all? And we get to the chorus again. And after that, we get to Gladys Knight's monologue where she says, I want everybody within the sound of my voice this evening to fall down on their knees and say a prayer, asking for his guidance, his grace, his mercy. You might want to say, Lord, oh Lord, Lord, please have mercy. And then we sing, now I lay me down before I go to sleep in a troubled world. I pray the Lord, 
the Lord to keep, to keep hatred from the mighty and mighty from the small. Heaven help us all. Heaven help us all. Help us all, heaven. Lord, hear our call when we call. We need you, Jesus. So won't you hear us when we call? We can't do without you. So please hear us when we call. Heaven help us all. Heaven help us all. Lord, hear our call when we call. Yes, friends, our world is once again at the edge of the precipice like it was back when the song was written some 50 years ago. We survived then, but who knows if we will right now because the problems are so many and people are so angry and divided and willing to do almost anything to project their cause, anything but serious talk and a little compromise. And the only thing I can compare it to is one of the two great prayer situations in the good book when Nehemiah and Daniel prayed for their people Israel when they were held, held captive in Babylon, prayed for their safety and the reconstruction of Jerusalem that was then in shambles. And it's only sincere prayer and repentance of that magnitude that will keep us from going over the edge of the yawning precipice. Yes, my people, we need that sincere prayer and repentance. And today we look at Daniel's prayer where he wrote, And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful or awesome God, keeping the covenant and mercy that's loving kindness to them that love him and to them that keep the commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets, which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face, that shame, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. And that's taken from Daniel 9, verses 3 to 6 and 8 to 9. Oh, my fellow believers, it's the same things that have brought us to this untenable situation in which our world is currently mired. That's rebellion against Almighty God and a stubborn refusal to keep his commandments. Despite the prodding of his prophets and even his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It seems like we have forgotten or simply ignored the first commandment the Lord gave to Israel and consequently to all the earth, which says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. 
For I, the Lord thy God, is a jealous God, visiting or punishing the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. And that comes from Exodus 20, verse 3 and verse 5b. Now, what is so difficult to understand in those clear and precise statements, eh? And as the scholars so simply and plainly explain, thus the first commandment teaches that no deity, real or imagined, is to rival the one true God, who is the only one who matters. It demands an exclusive covenant relationship with Yahweh. And there's a reference there to Psalm 81 verses 9 to 10, which basically say the same thing. And we know, friends, that neither our God or his word changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And furthermore, we've seen plenty of evidence down through the years of the Lord punishing people for disobedience and rebellion while rewarding them for steadfastness in his name. However, even after the Lord sent his son Jesus Christ to be sacrificed on the cross at Calvary for our abominable sins, we still continue to rebel, be disobedient, worship other gods, even to the extent of trying to remove Jehovah from our society. What utter foolishness and stupidity, my people! And that's never going to happen. But we've become so enamored of Satan and his disgusting lies and deceptions that we keep doing his evil bidding, even to our own detriment. And yet, we wonder why our world is in such a chaotic state. But that's the nature of the enemy, to create chaos and confusion. And unfortunately, Though so many of us claim to sincerely believe in Jesus, we can't seem to fathom that and move away from Satan's evil work. And I like this later verse in Daniel's prayer because he tells it like it is. He says, Therefore had the Lord watched upon the evil that kept the disaster in store and brought it upon us, for the Lord our God is righteous in all his works which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice. And that comes from Daniel 9.14. <coughs> Excuse me. That says it all, my people. And it's not like we haven't heard it a million times. But for some unknown, ungodly reason, many of us still choose not to believe it. And now we are paying the price. Now, the Lord might not be actively causing our problems, but he's certainly not intervening to help us with them. Like we want, he's allowing us to handle our lives on our own. And it's also obvious that we cannot do it properly. Therefore, we are now suffering the consequences. And until we sincerely and wholeheartedly return to God's fold, our problems will always be more than we can handle. That's the long and short of the story, my people. Much love.
And the postscript for today says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. And that comes from Isaiah 42, 8. And what's it going to take for us to believe that, people? The Lord's not going to give up the world that he created and all that's in it to some little stupid archangel or used to be archangel who trying to overthrow him. So please, let's wake up and smell the coffiness, smell what's happening, look at it full in the face and realize that we are on our way to hellfire and damnation if we don't turn it around and turn to Jesus Christ right now, my people. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.